0: Today, you are going to get a front row seat to the ultimate Springboks versus Scotland Rugby World Cup preview. I'll be joined by a man who played for both teams during his playing days. He's also a former guest here on Front Row Rugby. John Allen, welcome back to Front Row Rugby.
1: Thank you, Peter. Lovely to be back. Look forward to a good World Cup coming up.
0: And so am I. John, let's begin with the Scottish side. And I know that at the time of this recording they haven't actually announced their starting team and bench for the match against the Springboks. But just how good is this Scottish side?
1: Which first of all, it's surprising they haven't uh mentioned or, or named their team. I think they're trying to play Rossi's uh, game. Because normally Rossi would hold back on mentioning his team whether it's a uh, six-two bench, seven-one bench, but Rossi's announced his team. So I think uh, whether the Scotland guys are trying to say, do they believe Rossi and what TV's announced? Or or are they just looking exactly what team that they, they're gonna face so that they can try and fight fire with fire? But to there's articles that are out there that some former rugby players, Scottish rugby players, for example, John Jeffrey who played with myself in, in, in the, the 1990s and 1991 World Cup. So, 1990, we won the Grand Slam and 91 World Cup, we've gone to the semi-final. But he says that this current team is better, is the best team that he's actually seen for Scottish rugby. So, basically, he's saying it's better than his team that he played for, which did extremely well in, in, in the World Cup, getting to the semi-final. So, I don't know. Um, I'm not in Scotland, but I don't know what the, the, um, the feeling is for... for with the fellow um, Scotsmen in the country, but uh, certainly they've done Scotland proud in, over the last few years. And I think uh, Gregor Townsend has built a team that play for one another. And it's a good mixture. I mean, there's the, there's the, 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 bock jocks that are in there as well. You know, the five South African born players that that'll give it that added spice because they know the players from South Africa and likewise the players from South Africa know them, but, uh, They certainly don't fear South Africa and I think it'll be a tight game.
0: We've certainly seen Scotland improve tremendously in the last year or two uh, when we watched the Six Nations. How many problems do you think they can cause us?
1: Look, the the biggest challenge with Scotland is always depth. But this is the first game. So they have the depth for that first game. It's when they get injuries during the tournament. They may battle nearer the latter part of the tournament. So the opening game... uh, um, I think that the, it'll be relatively even in, in, in the scrums. I think we, we the Springboks will have an edge with them slightly in the scrums, certainly in the driving malls and the lineouts, but their, their lineouts will also be very relatively even. So to me, it's going to come back down to the back three, and Scotland's back three are not bad. Um, I mean, there's like two South Africans in that in that back three. Um, but South Africa's back three, um, they're normally the ones that – the, the, the turn. The four is demolish them up front, genuinely, and wear them down. And that's what South Africa will be looking to do against Scotland. So it'll take a while to wear them down, but I think they will wear them down in the end, and then it'll rely on the back three of South Africa, whether they can actually put put uh, the final touches
0: Now, as mentioned, we haven't yet seen the Scottish side announcement. We have seen the Springbok team. Something that I found quite interesting was Jasper Visser selected ahead of Dwayne Vermeulen as a starter. What are your thoughts about that?
1: I think uh, Russie's saving Dwayne. You know, Dwayne is, I think, 37 years old now. And to play a tournament, a whole, every game in the tournament will be difficult. He will use him off the bench, but I think he's saving him from a start. Uh, to the latter half of the tour. And it also just depends how how the dynamics go within the team then. So um, it, Scotland do move the ball a lot more than South Africa. And I think Jasper Visa, being a younger man, will be able to get around a bit more mobile than than, than Dwayne. Obviously, Dwayne carries um, probably the, one of the best in the world. But um, I think that's the reason why, why Jasper's playing
0: that said though john when you look at the bomb squad strategy that the Springboks have successfully implemented it's almost a case of six of the eight guys play the first 40 minutes and the other six play the second 40 minutes so from that perspective does it really matter who starts and who's on the bench
1: no that's why um yeah some people are better off the bench than others um i mean in the past, they used to say Malcolm Marks was better off the bench than 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 Bongi, but I just think it's the other way around. I I'm, I'm, I'm much prefer Malcolm Marks and that front row to start and bring the other front row on just to finish it off ne- uh, near the end. Uh, well, in the second half, uh, um, I think Rossi's got it right now, and that's the difference between uh, what he's done in the past. He, he's kept the front rows, cause, cause, and I think he's right, because front rows get to know one another. As a hooker, you get to know your loose head, you get to know your tight head, you know, understand them. And the more and more you play together, the better that bond becomes and the better you understand them. And and by rotating him, I I didn't think it helped us in the past, even though he did well in the past. But I think he's keeping three and three. And, and, uh, you know, obviously, depending on injuries, but uh, it'll it'll work better for them, I believe.
0: Okay, John, that's us looking at the forwards. Let's look at the backline now. Finn Russell, is he the danger man from a Scotland point of view?
1: They have backline players in a rugby team. I thought it was only forwards. So <laughs> well, it should only be forwards. But I suppose you need, you know, uh, we carry the piano and they play the piano. That's probably, that's the Philippe Seller told me that long time ago. Um, no, that uh, Finn Russell is is a magician when he's on song. When he's not on song, then problems happen because he he'll try thing and if it if, if it goes sour, it, it, it normally it, it it backfires. Um but when when he's on song uh he can perform magic and, and that he would if, if South Africa had one person to look out for, it would be Finn Russell, because he can be dangerous. And um and, and he's got that confidence and that temperament that that he don't give a damn. He'll do anything. Eh? And if he sees that it's on, it's on. And, and he, he, whether the coach says it's not on or whoever says it's not it, he will do it because he has that confidence. And I think in in the past, uh, Townsend tried to, or Gregor tried to, you know, keep him in his box, but then he realised he's wasting his time. Let him do what he does best. And and that's where they've come to a better understanding between coach and fly And you can see Finn Russell has more... Um, more freedom to do exactly what he wants.
0: And speaking of dangerous players, they've also got a decent wing. You may have heard of him, Duan Fandemadva. But I suppose the problem from his point of view is he has to actually receive the ball, doesn't he?
1: He does, and they do give him the ball. Um, he, he's more of a Jonah Loma type player. When he's got ball in hand, he demolishes, and he does damage. But does he look for work? Um, he needs, I believe he needs to look for more work to get the ball in hand and I think he has worked on that in, in the last year or so. Um, but um, as you say, he needs the ball in hand and, and with our rush defence, sometimes that's going to be a bit more difficult uh, for him to get the ball in hand.
0: Do you really know your rugby? Do you always get your predictions right? Why not make some money then? Open an account right now with Tic Tac Bets and get up to 2,000 Rand and 20 spins with your first deposit. The link is appearing on your screen and I'll also put it in the description area. Please note that this is an affiliate link and I will make a little commission on it. Winners know when to stop. National Responsible Gambling Programme, toll-free helpline 0800-006-008. No persons under the age of 18 years are permitted to gamble. The other challenge, I suppose, from Scotland's point of view, is that you and I are both expecting the Springboks to dominate up front. So that means that every time Finn Russell and indeed Van receive the ball, almost certainly it's going to be a case of them receiving it going backwards and that's not easy is it
1: yeah but as i said at the beginning i don't think we will dominate at the beginning up front um we'll wear them down but that's where the difference is our bomb squad comes on on and our front three that are fresh they don't have a front three on the bench like our front three on the bench and that's when the, the game will change and it just depends how the game's panning out then which will make a difference at the end
0: I grant you, dominate was maybe a strong word. I'm wearing my Springbok cap here uh, when I'm asking these questions. Um, John, let's have a look at the Springbok backline a little bit now. Something that I found interesting was we've got Kirtley Aronser starting on the right wing and Cheslin Colby has moved to the left wing. Ordinarily, it would be the other way around. Should we read anything into that?
1: Um, well, I can't. I wouldn't know what they do out there. Um, they... they uh... No, I, I didn't even know they swapped wings. I just saw wing and wing. That was me, and they' both to me they're both similar players, so um whether they play left or right, I don't think it makes a difference it, um the kicking could nowadays they both of them kick with both feet um so I don't think that's the the challenge and then you know you've got Damien Willemsa behind you and and he can kick the ball as well, so if they need to kick they'll probably give it to to Willemsa to kick
0: all right john south africa and scotland have played each other twice before at the rugby world cup in 1999 the Springboks won by 17 points and then in 2015 the box won by 18 points what's going to happen on sunday
1: it's going to be tight um um i predicted nine points um and it'll be to south africa and it'll be uh the nine points will come in more in the, in the latter half of the game will they'll take it away the latter half of the game, Um, but it will be close in the beginning.
0: Hey, if you're enjoying this video, why not consider becoming a patron? You can click on my Patreon link. I'll put it on the screen as well as in the description box, and there will be great benefits for members. Let's get back to the interview. South Africa have also won their last seven in a row against the Scots. And I know that a lot of the players that will be playing on Sunday haven't played in all of those seven because you're going back at least a decade in some cases. But tell me, John, history and statistics, those sorts of things, does it actually play on the minds of players?
1: It does. It does play. Um, not a huge part because <clears throat> when you run on the field, you should believe that you're going to win. Um, and, and And that's the problem, it's the psyche. and in and, and the past, uh, certainly when, when I started playing for Scotland, I'll never forget we were 1989, New Zealand had just won the World Cup in '87. We were playing them in New Zealand, <clears throat> and we were beating them 1910, uh, 10 minutes to go. so and we were behind the poles. They had a penalty, and, and one of our locks said, um, "I can't believe we beat New Zealand." And I turned around and said, that's what we're supposed to be doing. We, when you run on a field, you're supposed to beat the opposition. And that's the mentality that, that I was brought up in South Africa. But Scotland at the time didn't believe they could beat the likes of New Zealand and South Africa. They believed they, they, believe they could beat anyone else. But, but those two were were a a, a challenge or, or, or a red flag to them. I think it's changed a little bit now because they have beaten them. Um, um, the odd time, but uh, um, it's not as bad then. But but still, they will have that little awareness of, of those stats. Um, okay. And and to me, and that's why I think uh, what's going to happen, is the reason I say South Africa will win, because I ah, know South Africa, their total focus is to beat Scotland, to kickstart the World Cup. And, and 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 Rossi said that himself, both him and Jacques Ninaba. I was at a lunch just before they went overseas. Uh, um, it's a rugby legends lunch, and and they said that exact words. That their total focus is being. They said that when they get over there, they're going to beat Wales. They're going to they're going to beat put put New Zealand to the sword to get the sake turned around and reverse because of the loss in New Zealand, and then they're going to from that team that plays New Zealand, that will be the majority of the team that takes on Scotland, and and that's how it. Because if and he said the reason being if they beat Scotland it takes a little bit of pressure often for the Irish game. Scotland, on the other hand, exact opposite. Scotland will go in against South Africa to, to try and, and will do their very best and, and, and start the tournament on a good note to keep try and beat them. But I, as I said, I think uh, South Africa will put them more because they're going to focus. But Scotland's focus would be on Ireland to beat Ireland. And the reason I say that is because they've played Ireland many times. They've beaten Ireland many times. So they don't have that psychological disadvantage. But more so, it's right at the end of the tournament. And South Africa play Ireland the week before they play Ireland. So South Africa will definitely go 100% against Ireland to come top of the tournament. And that might be difficult for Ireland to rise again the following week where Scotland plays South Africa at the beginning and Ireland at the end. The games that they'll build up their confidence would be against Tonga Romania. and Romania. And I'm hoping that's the case, because if, if, if South Africa goes through as number one, and Scotland beats Ireland goes through as number two, and my prediction is that France will top the tournament against New Zealand, And then the quarterfinal will be Scotland versus France. And again, they won't be scared of France because they beat them a couple of months ago. And we will play uh, New Zealand and we won't be scared of them. And if we win the quarterfinals, we will meet again in the final because then we're going to play Australia, Wales and Argentina. And that's my prediction for the World Cup. It's it's 250 to 1 because I've taken a bet. So it's a long shot prediction. But hopefully my stars are aligned and that happens.
0: I love it. I've actually got a South Africa-France final, so you and I will compare notes at the end of the tournament, no doubt, John. Uh, so let me ask you, um, on the topic of Rugby World Cups, and you did mention it earlier there uh, about the 1991 Scottish team, and we were just talking about self-belief. In that 91 tournament, how close do you think Scotland were to actually winning that tournament?
1: You know, we had played England in 1990 and beat them in the Grand Slam uh, at Murrayfield. The semifinal was was Exact replica of that it was against England at Murrayfield. I think England were a bit more psyched up for that game because uh, of the loss the previous year when we won the Grand Slam. Um, but it was even Stevens the whole game. I mean, it was nine all. Sorry, six all for most of it. Was a, it was a tight game. There wasn't much in it. There was just kicks that that, that uh, got over, and 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 we actually got a penalty about. I think it was ten minutes before the end, while it was six all, virtually under the poles. And Gavin Hastings, our kicker, who, who generally was outstanding that whole World Cup, actually hooked the ball. It was just one of those bad kicks that that burst. That it actually went like a banana. And and uh, they from that from that uh, um, kickoff from there, they actually got into our half. And and I think it was five minutes before the end they put a drop kick over. Rob Andrews put a drop kick over to go nine six ahead, and still we believed that we could beat them. I mean, I'll never forget. In the last minute, um, I was running down the touchline with John Jeffries passing it inside. He then got the ball back and 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 he just put his foot out of touch just before the try line. I mean, it was minuscule, um, but like. That tackle that Rousseau so did on the Englishman when we won the final in 2007 it was similar to that. What went into touch and uh, um, we, we uh, lost the um, That was their line-out. They won the line-out to win the game. And then they won the game. Final whistle. But it could have gone the other way. And for us, we would have um, played against Australia. And, and at that stage, Scotland were not scared of Australia. And, and it would have been uh, I think it would have been an even game. Similar to you know, I think Australia out England the way because England tried to play a different game. So I think they got into their psyche. It's very hard to get into a Scotsman's psyche. Um, so I, I think it would have been a, it, it possibly could have gone a, a Scotland's way because, um, yeah. And then we played New Zealand in the in the playoffs and it, that was a close game as well. It was within a, a trial, was the difference.
0: I want to ask you one more question, John, about kicking. Uh, so Gavin Hastings, as you mentioned there, a man that usually would slot kicks like that any sleep, and he was an outstanding goal kicker. South Africa, have got Marnie Le who's going to be our chief goal kicker at this Rugby World Cup. And in the last test match against the All Blacks, he was perfect. But the test before that against Wales, he was rather inconsistent. Now, on that note, when a kicker misses kicks, what kind of effect does that have on the other players, especially when it's a so-called easy kick?
1: Yeah, well, I think the players will try to help them. They're trying to bring the tries closer to the poles. It's much easier to kick it over, over the poles. No, it's, in seriousness, I, kickers are another breeder. And and fortunately, and that's what I believe, that Marnie Leboque does not get down when he misses a kick. He, he, even if he's missed four kicks, he'll still believe the next kick he'll swap it over, even if it's from the touchline. And I think that's a good quality. It is a worry for both spectators and teammates, um, that you, you worry that you don't have an 80% all-the-time kicker or you can guarantee it's 80%. But I think, you know, the New Zealand game, he was outstanding there and he has been outstanding in the past. And, um, yeah, so the bottom line is if, um, if if he is missing, then then just start scoring tries or go for drop kicks or something like that maybe. But uh, it, it is if there's any weakness... In the South African setup, it's that possibility that his kicking boots aren't on in the day. Other than that, I don't think there's a weakness. Sounds good to me.
0: John, I'm looking forward to the match on Sunday. South Africa, Scotland, you and I have made our predictions. And I want to say it was lovely having you on Front Row Rugby again. And hopefully we can have you on again in the future.
1: Yeah, I know. T- Sunday, or, or today I'm wearing the, the Springbok jersey because it's Bok Friday here in South Africa. So everyone's wearing their, their, their Bok outfits. But on Sunday, I'll be wearing both Springbok and Scottish outfits. And uh, to me, people ask me, surely it must be a worry when you watch them play. I said, no, it's the best day of my life. Because when I wake up in the morning, I know I'm a winner. It doesn't matter the result. I'll win either way. And and I enjoy the whole day. I just hope it's a good game of rugby. And and, and, uh, I prefer it when it's tighter. And no one wins just a walk away. But... It, it's it's a fantastic day for me to to watch because I sing both anthems and and uh, it it'll be a good opener for both teams and, and I think it's fantastic.